let's get into the magic. I'm your host, Sess. And I'm Katie. And I think we're going to just start. So this is a spur of the moment episode. It, it connects nicely with the fact that we've transitioned into spring and there's some new calming filling elements, but also some fire that's coming up too. But we're, we're, we're talking about th- this whole episode started with me having a conversation with Sess that I've been tired recently. And this happens from time to time because I have uh, very vivid dreams and I often go places in my dreams like I'm I'm almost literally in other dimensions when I dream sometimes mm-hmm. and you know my shaman tells me Sherry's like you're working a second shift when you sleep which means that your body <laughs> and your soul and this being here isn't getting fully fulfilled and that's fine to do that from time to time but you need to bring yourself back and call all those pieces of yourself that you've left in these other dimensions and other realms. And that's honestly what it feels like. Like my astral body is um, like string cheese. Like it's spread way too thin and there's holes yeah. in it and all those pieces that are missing are in like other worlds doing all this other work. And so like I have a way of bringing myself home that I actually didn't do this morning, but I did it the other morning. So I need to probably do it tonight before I go to sleep. But honestly, it's kind of funny because right, like I'm in charge of this. So I like tap myself on my third eye before I go to sleep when I've been working too hard. I'm working the second shift too hard. And I'm like, we're not doing that. Yeah. Like, listen, listen, we're not doing that tonight yeah we're resting and we're fulfilling this body and that started Sess and I's conversation of no obviously you can believe that or not that's my actual experience (laughs) (laughs) like it is so yeah whatever that I astral travel or not or not (laughs) I can't prove it to you (laughs) but but it's like this idea that we are going through our lives or our days or sleep time and we are leaving pieces of ourselves in other places in another like in Katie's instant other dimensions or it can just mean that like you've kind of been giving too much of yourself to other people places and things and so like how do we get back into our bodies and call back all of those aspects of ourselves that we have that we're missing now because we're not we don't feel complete right because right. spring is about like growth and nourishment Right. We just went through winter yeah. and we're now in right. spring and we're, we're it's water, it's wood. It's like we're filling up, like feeding this, these plants, these things in us that had been hibernating for a time. So now is the perfect time for you to sort of evaluate where you're leaving parts of yourself in places that maybe you shouldn't. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what that's kind of what we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Like times of transition call for reevaluating like what in your life is working and what perhaps is not working anymore. Mm -hmm. And we're recording the last day of March. Actually, is it? It might be the second tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we're recording at the end of March. But last week was it was the uh, spring equinox and it was also the new moon went into Aries. And so there is a lot, you know, regardless of like what your beliefs on astrology are, I know that the more I learn about it, some things really resonate with me and other things don't. It's 
last week for me was completely undeniable that there was like some fire that was starting to really ignite. <laughs> and yeah, I have a little Aries in my chart as well. Don't you do as or you have other fire. I have a lot of Sag. I have a lot of Sag. Yeah. Sagittarius. Yeah. So, you know, listeners, I, regardless of like your relationship with astrology, it would be interesting to look at your chart and see if you are feeling differently or you are feeling more fired up or you are feeling a little more, you know, like zesty and spicy in your mood and in your <laughs> actions. Zest. I don't know. That's such a stupid word, but like it's such I a have, good word, though. It's not stupid. I've, it's like I have felt extremely impulsive, which you know is not like my character, like my personality at all. I'm very well. That's been the feng shui of the month. Yes, it has been the feng shui of the month. Is like fire, some fire and impulsivity. There was a yeah. big. Like three weeks ago, there was a double relationship penalty (laughs) on a specific day where a lot of people that I know went through like some upheavals in their relationships, which like you're not supposed to make big decisions on days like those. But people who are Mm -hmm. unaware of this or unaware of just like the energy and their feeling, like how they're feeling if it's impulsive or not, just make these choices. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like look at your chart and see like what's going on, not just like your sun sign, like the month you were born in, but what are your other signs? Because that can really inform different parts of you. Yeah. And those of you who think, I mean, I'm, I don't align with the sun sign at all. That's the whole point of astrology. It's not that simple. It's, it's the same with like your feng shui and your bazi. It's not that simple. It's not one thing that encompasses no. who you are. It's the combination yeah. of literally all of the aspects of your chart, yes. all the signs, all the, all the actual aspects, the astrological aspects, the degrees. I mean, all of that, which, you know, I'm no pro, but I do study it for fun from time to time. I do dabble. I do dabble. I, quite I dabble. Yeah, I dabble. <laughs> I took like a Venus alchemy workshop with a, with a really amazing astrologer. She's a shamanic astrologer. Your Venus is in yes. Aries, right? Aries, yeah. So well, there's fiery Venus. the time of day I was born also adds more fire to what is already really fiery. So yeah, it's just an interesting, it's just another aspect of all of this. Like if you are feeling like you're in transition, that shit's getting weird, shit's getting fiery, like you're more impulsive or just you feel the energy of springtime and the thawing of the wintertime and like stepping out into this new season, there's like a lot of different things going on that, you know, are contributing to that. And Katie and I have been talking a lot about this. And it's like, what do you, you know, at first, we were going to do an episode on like the new moon in springtime, but then like waiting another week has like added another dimension of like transformation. What is transpiring in your life right now is like a really interesting question to pose to yourself and to take an inventory and evaluation of where you want to go right now because the sun's out man like yeah sun's out buns out sun's out buns out (laughs) let's get out there let's Let's get get out there and take some action yeah because because this this is the perfect time to do it yeah i mean the thing is right like logically winter should be that time of hibernation and restoration but that's not how we function as a society, right? Like Sess lives in Colorado and she skis all winter, right? Right. I live in Arizona where like winter is prime fucking time. Like I, yeah. I hike all the time 
in the winter. I'm doing stuff all winter. So we're not as good culturally about restoring ourselves during those periods of seasonal restoration. So spring is kind of a calling into action of the fire, the coming fire of the summer. Mm -hmm. And I guess like what Sess is saying is that we're asking you to see what's going on. See how restored you actually are. See where you're wearing thin. Yeah. Because part of that fire can also come from, like I said, that string cheese, thinly laid out astral body, like for me. Right. You know, and it's not even if you're like, I don't have an astral body. Okay, then I guess you don't. (laughs) (laughs) I won't argue, even though my Sagittarius wants to. I guess not. But but you're still spread thin to some degree. I mean, are you, right? Is that part of the short-temperedness? Is that part of the fire? Is that part of why the fire isn't controlled as much? Mm -hmm. Because fire is brilliant and beautiful. You need Mm -hmm. fire. You need that like masculine, like moving forward, pushing forward energy to get things done. But when it consumes you, when it can like burst out, that's when it catches other things on fire. Right. You know? And it's also about like burning up, letting the stuff that is not serving you, like let it burn. Let that shit fucking burn, right? Like you don't need to bring that into the next period of your life. And that's obviously like sorry I just swore so much but I know I did too in one of our episodes I had my mom listen to it and she's like there's a lot of cursing oh my god (laughs) I was like okay well I'm so sorry I'm sorry you're married to my my father so (laughs) we will work we will work on that we'll try and not saying like as much because that's a very annoying thing to rehear myself say yes but we can cut that out but I, I'll have to figure out how to use like the beep. <laughs> like beep. A, yeah, that like would be amazing, <laughs> actually. But it's like, let those things in your life that are already kind of like <laughs> lighting on fire and trying to like get themselves out to just leave. Mm. Because I know like this period of life, of life that I am entering right now, there's a lot of question marks. There is like a lot of unknown. I don't know where I'm going to live. I don't know what my next step is. And I have had to, you know, just like imagine like walking down the road and like setting your bag down and then, oh, I need to like set this purse down or this rock down. I need to keep setting things down that like I can't take with me anymore. Right. And so for me, it's a relationship that has ended. Mm-hmm. Doing the mending and the healing involved in moving forward from that and also deciding what parts of that, because I think in every phase of your life and every relationship and every transition, you become a different, you you don't become a different person. What I'm trying to say is like you... You have the opportunity be, to become a better or different version of yourself. Shift. Yes, to shift, to evolve, yes. to say yes to yes. more. And at this phase of my life... And you should. Yeah, I guess. That's not how like, this oh, works. I'm, yeah. I'm going to start listening to like whatever music and like... Screamo. Changing the way I dress. No, it's like, how do you evolve to become a different version of yourself? I think that that's what relationships do is they're there to serve as like another vessel of change and healing the things that sometimes you can't heal when you're by yourself. What better, what better mirror to your own behavior, actions, thought process than somebody who is an integral part of your life. Right. 
You know, like yeah. I, w- I wish my yeah. dog, I wish Buck could do that. He does sometimes, you know. <laughs> yeah, he makes you a better woman. Yeah, oh, he does. But I mean, <laughs> um, he can't mirror, like somebody to mirror back my behavior. Right. You know, if I'm irritated, if I'm shut down, if I'm whatever, because I I live by myself with my dog, which it means that there's very little internal conflict in my home. <laughs> like, Right. I, don't, I don't have any, really. I make whatever yeah. I want to make. I mean, it's great. It is great. It's yeah. great. And there's I'm like a, a time and a season for growth and shifting yeah. those times of inner reflection and being able to do that. And then there's like change that comes with like opening up a little bit. They're both needed to become who you are, right? So like, how are you supposed to know what your preferences are if like you don't have this time to yourself to learn what what who Katie is? No. Oh, I agree. And, but like you're saying, with sort of reconciling um, what you've learned and taken away from a relationship, a relationships are friendships, partnerships, whatever, are some of the most powerful tools, like you're saying, for us to grow exponentially because yeah. they are an actual person in our life regularly who gets to mirror back to us. Our wounds, our insecurities, our doubts. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. our triggers, sometimes areas where we are refusing to see things. Yeah. Red flags we're refusing to see. Yeah. So it's not comfortable, but it's such a beautiful process. Right. Yeah. And it's when something like that ends, for me, it's been important to come back home to myself and also evaluate, I know who I am without a partner. And but to be able to look at like what served me in that space and that container of the relationship and what going forward, I don't think I need to really participate in any longer has Mm -hmm. been really liberating. Because it's my choice now, right? It's like... Because you have power back. Yeah. You're not a victim of this. You are taking it actively. You're taking an active role in this experience that you had. And that's what we talk about all the time. The only way to have power in your life and power in your choices, and I'm not saying power over people, I mean internal centered power mm-hmm. of a sovereign person right. who is who is a master of their life. Yes. That's somebody who I lost my train of thought now. Well, you're talking about like that, <laughs> the pieces of yourself that you leave behind in your daily life or in your dream life. And for me, like a lot of pieces that I left behind of myself are scattered. We're in a relationship. Yeah. And so like today when we're talking about this, it's like, well, how do we gather back ourselves and our wholeness to be able to stand back in our power, in our wholeness, and continue to walk forward. Yeah, and sometimes it's honestly as simple as just telling those pieces to come home. But at the same time, there has to be space for them to come home. Yeah. So... And do you need those, or can you... Refill yourself. Transmute them into something that actually works for what like resonates with you and feels good and empowers you. Yeah, which is interesting because we're like, we're talking about similar things, but there are two different applications for this, right? Yeah. Like for my example, both in my dream life... And my actual living life here, I have had, you know, in the dream life, you know what happened. I left 
places doing stuff, working second shift, whatever. In this life, I do that often for people. I hold a lot of space for people. People call me for things they, when they're going through stuff, it's it, sometimes it's a lot and sometimes I have mm -hmm. space and capacity for it. But it's often yeah. difficult because I can hold space and I can hold a lot of it for people that when I'm not capable of doing that and I set a boundary, there is often a reaction to that. Mm -hmm. And it's like for me, it's actually like, no, these are my pieces of me that I am claiming back that I need and want that you don't get access to just because you want them. These are mine. And that's also like me saying, here's a boundary again and like a strict one of no, I'm not doing this. And also, Katie, you're not giving those pieces away. We're not doing that again. Yeah. But for you, it's it's the same beautiful thing, but also different where you're evaluating right you're going okay I gave some of these pieces away which ones do I want back yeah and which things am I gonna build and add on to right and so this time period is a space for both of those things to happen right at the same time for you you know separately for different people but those are two different happenings but the same subject I guess yeah like what can you let burn to ash and what do you want to go back and like dust off and bring with you forward yeah I mean even in some cases says what what things were you did you put away mm. because in certain relationships we feel like we have to put things away we don't have enough time yeah <laughs> right like you're saying yeah <laughs> it's like you're saying I'm gonna dust this off and it's like oh no I put this on the back shelf and I haven't thought about it because this relationship yeah I said like no I'm ignoring that part of my need want desire who I am whatever yes for this totally to get this love or this whatever that I'm getting from this yeah so yeah now is time to it's it's inventory it's always inventory time but it's it is inventory time I like a seasonal inventory I mean we do spring yeah. cleaning like yeah we clean out our closets like we put our winter stuff away and get our shorts out and stuff like that it's do that with our personal lives as well I agree what are you excited about you know as well I mean really Aries season is the new astrological year right and can you tell us what that means? It's the start of all of them. <laughs> so Aries is the first <laughs> sign in the zodiac. Oh, okay. So there was like the Chinese, you know, there's uh, there's the Gregorian calendar, the Chinese New Year, right. which is the lunar, and then the solar New Year, which is what feng shui is based off. And then there's the astrological New Year, which is the zodiac signs, the astrology that we know in the West. Yeah. And that starts with Aries season. And Aries season is right. just started. Mm -hmm. Off with a bang honestly yeah <laughs> i've always really loved springtime as well because it's like my birthday is in may and growing up in seattle it was like it would finally stop raining around this time and then it was like finally sunny and the sky was blue and the, everything was green and so that's what i love as well it's a little different living in the mountains of colorado like i am like looking out my window it was like 60 earlier and now it is the biggest most beautiful snowflakes and <laughs> it's like it's such a different experience but it's also this is how we are too it's like sometimes it takes a little more time to de-thaw <laughs> Like get out there. Oh, it does. I in mean, in bloom. Yeah. I mean, sometimes in Montana, where my family lives, it's like it still snows in June. So it ain't really that springy. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You know, I think not. I think I, I'm going to cut this part out. She knows. <laughs> <laughs>
what we want to invite this and the purpose of this podcast is just to like be your friend during this time of transition because there's four seasons. I think in, you know, uh, traditional Chinese medicine, there's five because there's also late summer, I believe. Times of personal transformation and there's times of like global transformation or what we're all kind of going through something different. So, and we're going through that and we're going to be going through that for a little while, guys. Like we are at the beginning of huge transformations and shifts globally. Yeah. And that's not to scare anyone. It's just, it's just where we're at. This is the time period that we chose to be here as human beings. So this is where we're at, but it, yeah, it can be a lot. And so, I mean, that's what we're saying is take care of yourself. If you need to call your, call those pieces back to you. And you're not crazy if you feel this energy and it's like, we just want to let you know you're not alone. We're going through it very heavily. It doesn't matter if like, you don't really believe in, I'm sure if like you were listening to our podcast, that there is a part of you that does believe in astronomy or astrology, but. And also if you don't believe in it, like, I don't care. Try, give it a try. You know, you're so strong in your conviction. Look up at night. Yeah. I mean, just you're listening. So try it. Yeah. Thank you for that. So yeah, our invitation to you is to like, look at the parts of yourself and your interior and your exterior world that are transforming right now and know that like even in this moment you're safe, you're okay, you're sovereign, you're powerful, you will get through it. Yeah. Should we do? And that's what I keep telling myself. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to. You got this. You've got this. Yeah, it's just yeah. all part of the process. It it's is. It's just all part of the process. You know, we could, I just want to recommend a podcast that I've been liking. I sent it to you, Katie. It's the called Alien High, one. High Strange. Yeah. It's by Payne Lindsay, who did the... Payne Lindsay? Uh, no, Payne. P-A-Y-N-E. And then Lindsay. Okay. That makes and more he, sense. And <laughs> <laughs> you're like... What is Lindsay? <laughs> Lindsay, like my sister. And he has, I was introduced to his podcast because he did a couple up and vanished about like missing women. Mm-hmm. And one of them was in Crestone, Colorado, which is like a very, it's kind of a remote mountainy town that's very spiritual. And a woman went missing there. She was never found. And he did a whole podcast on her, but his latest one is about like UFOs and aliens and really exploring it. And it's pretty awesome. It's really amazing. Remember that there's a... Is it just one episode? No, it's like several episodes. Okay. Great. Yes. Yeah. So I've listened to the first two and one of the stories is like in Snowflake, Arizona. Yeah, of course. It's in in 1975 who got abducted. So anyways, side note, I just really wanted to recommend that because it's like very interesting and that can kind of or kind of be a, a substitute for our far out and out there story this week just to recommend a far out and out there story that we didn't do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I did a, a handful of study on alien abductions during grad school for a, a story I was writing. We should talk about more about that sometime. Yeah, yeah. Should we end on a little meditation? Yeah, that's a beautiful idea. It's like a little mini one. Yeah, I've before we started, I lit some sage. I have some Palo Santo. So maybe our listeners could, you know, they're not driving, of course. Yeah, don't close your eyes and drive, please. <laughs> don't light your sage while you're driving. Although Ram Das did, yeah, Ram Das <laughs> did tell a story one at one point about a spiritual teacher that he had who was this woman from Jersey. <laughs> and she was like exactly what she would 
think of as a woman from Jersey. And, um, she, but she could, she would meditate and literally be connected to this plethora of spiritual teachers, one of them being his who passed away. And so his spiritual teacher was speaking to him through this woman when she was in sort of a trance meditative state. But she was so good that he, I mean, this is what he said. He said that she drove, she would drive down the highway to New York City with her eyes closed, (laughs) only seeing through her third eye. Don't try that. We don't. Don't recommend it. We don't recommend this method. And we also don't support that. (laughs) (laughs) But <laughs> oh my god that's amazing yeah right i do it sometimes in like meditation classes where i can try and see but i'm never i'm not trying to dry with my eyes closed sometimes if i'm really tired i just close them for like two seconds <gasps> while i'm driving silly <laughs> that's when you get coffee dude i'm just like okay i just gotta close them really hard for just two seconds and then i won't do it again oh my god anyways i lit some sage it's like oh, i'm man. smoking it up in here smoking it up all right you want me to lead through the meditation i, I do thank okay. you Katie. yeah so close your eyes take a big inhale exhale through your mouth two more inhale Start to feel your body exhale through your mouth. Last one, inhale. As if you're filling up everything, your fingers, your toes, your chest. Inhale, one more. Exhale. Now start to try seeing yourself from your third eye. Or from your third eye, from, yeah, your third eye, your sixth chakra. And around your little human body, start to build your aura. Make sure that it's in place. Call it up if it's not there. It should be like a, like a bubble, the ones that we used to blow as kids. That encompasses all of you. And you want enough space within this space to be able to just brush the edges if you were to extend your arms. And if it's too close, that's okay. Don't freak out. Just ask it to move a little bit. Maybe you have to ask it twice. And all you need to do is take note of that. And give yourself a little bit more space. From this, this centered space that's yours, start to just take inventory. If you can see it, see it. If you can feel it, feel it. If you can know it, know it. We all take in things differently. I just noticed, is this a little thin here? Do I need to fill this space up? Is it too close to me on my back? Do I need to sort of ask it to move back again? This is your space, your energetic space. Claim as much of it as you can. And from here, from your first 
chakra, the root chakra, you're going to connect a grounding cord. I can look any way you want it to look. Maybe it's a grappling hook like Batman uses. Maybe it's two lasers that sync up. Maybe it's a tree trunk or a vine that grows. But it's something strong that connects you to this world, to this earth, to this place, to this body. It's going to weave into your aura. And with that grounding cord, you're going to bring up neutral energy. This is cleansing energy from the earth. And it's going to fill everything. It's going to go through your chakras, up your spine. And then back down the back like a circuit. That's going to cleanse and fill your aura because it's all connected. And this is where those pieces that need to be dusted off, those pieces that we picked up that aren't ours, this is where they get to get cleaned and cleared off. And then they just dissolve back down into that grounding cord, back into the earth. Mother Earth is beautiful at transmuting energy. And as we let this happen, because we can do two things at once, we're going to place our attention in our crown chakra, our seven chakra, just above the head a little bit. And from that space, we're going to reach out energetically and open up space for all those things that we gave away, all those little pieces of us, to come back home. So we're clearing out those things that we don't want anymore, those things that have fulfilled their purpose for us. And we're filling up that space with gold, beautiful light that just pours into the seventh and down our spine and mixes and commingles with earth energy into this beautiful, swirling, thick energy that fills us up. This is where we get to connect with ourselves. Create space. Get in touch with our bodies. And learn to be our own healers. From this space, we can do anything. Call those last little pieces home. And then we can close our seventh and just let that gooey warmth just flow in. We can give a little bit back to the earth and gratitude, a little bit of that beautiful gold that came, whatever color you saw.
And fill whatever chakra you might need filling the most. Maybe it's the heart. Maybe that needs to be expanded because it's taken a hit. Maybe it's about expanding your psychic vision so you bring it to the sixth. Or about speaking your truth so you bring it to the, f- the fifth. Or maybe it's about finding your power and that's your solar plexus, that's your, f- that's your third. Wherever it is for you, fill that up. Breathe into that space. And then you can just start to bring yourself back. Maybe move your toes a little bit. Move your fingers. Stretch if you need to. Take one more deep inhale to solidify all of that work, all of that clearing, all of that reuniting with yourself. Inhale. Hold, hold that space, that expansive space that you've created. Exhale. I love doing that type of meditation because it helps me actually clear (laughs) my own energetic body. Yeah. Yeah. That was so beautiful. Thank you, Katie. Yeah, of course. We should, I think, definitely do more of those Yeah, as well. Yeah. Let us know if you like that. We're happy to do those for you yeah, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. With that, we hope you have a beautiful day. <laughs> yes. And check us out on Into the Magic on Instagram. Yeah. We're going to have a website coming out soon as well. So we will let you know when that happens. And thank you so much for supporting us. Yeah, we so appreciate you. We love you. We love you. Big. Stay in the magic. (laughs) Always. (laughs) Bye, guys. Love you.